All right, everybody. Time has finally awakened. Uh, welcome to the This and That Sports Podcast. My name is Logan. Got my co-host Matthew with me today. Uh, we're new to this, so I mean, if we mess up, don't don't Bear judge with us. us. Don't judge us. We're trying to learn this. It's it's a lot of new information from streaming from what I've done previously. It's a whole new world. And Matt is an idiot, and he doesn't know any of this stuff. Never so. done this. Uh, Never done this. I'm a slow learner, but I'll get there. Yeah. We wanted to do a sports podcast. Uh, we're both pretty knowledgeable in the sports world. Uh, me personally, uh, been in sports, played football my whole life. Uh, been doing fantasy for probably a little over 10 years, fantasy football, a little bit of basketball. I've been wanting to try baseball, but Matt doesn't get a team league started, so I can't do that. So, uh, But some of my teams that I really enjoy, obviously the Eagles, you can see everywhere. Um I like the Suns. Uh, we've been doing pretty solid this year. We're from, we live in Arizona. That's why I'm not a bandwagon. Reason why I'm an Eagles fan is because uh, my best friend in fourth grade was an Eagles fan, so it kind of just grew on me. And ever since then, it's just, it's just been a part of my life. That's, that's it. That's, that's all I got to say. Um, and then some other teams, uh, hockey, Wild, and the Ducks are my two teams. I'm from Minnesota, and the Ducks it's just been a team my whole life. And then a baseball team, I do semi-watch. I'm not a big person in baseball. I do want to learn. I've, I've watched it. I do understand the sport, but it's something I don't entirely watch. Uh, but the Phillies, just due to Philadelphia and how much of a diehard fan I am, seeing the stadium, that's the only reason why I like it. So, Matt, big surprise there. Matt what, what, what would you like to say to the people? Oh, you know, just all the good old things. You know, everybody, I'm Matt. Uh, if you don't know me um, – I grew up on the East Coast, originally moved out here, um, so I got a little bit of that East Coast influence behind me. Uh, grew up a Redskins fan, just due to the family, but, uh, you know, they were all Yankees fans, and, and we don't accept the Yankees here, right. so, uh, yeah. yeah. Came up an Indians fan, um, so really diehard Redskins, Indians, I know it's the two Native American teams that both got their names changed, but... Hey, we roll with it, brother. We can, you know, change is all for the good. Um, other than that, I played baseball for a little over 20 years. I was a catcher for, for most of it. Um, never really got the chance to play a whole lot of other sports, but um, really enjoyed baseball, loved it, and I love watching football. Um, really can get into hockey a little bit. Bruins are my team there. Um, other than that, I haven't gotten too much into the basketball scene. I'm looking for a little guidance there, but other than that, I'm heavily into the baseball and football scene, still kind of getting reintroduced to the hockey scene, but uh, looking to take it off from there. I'll show you, I'll show you basketball, dude. It's a fun. I game. know you show me the ropes. I'll show you the ropes. You show me, I mean, I just show me the ways of baseball. I'll show you the ways of basketball, dude. Anyway, hey, and, and as soon as, uh, as soon as we get enough people to kind of get that baseball league rolling, I'm all for it, brother, but uh, dude, hey, we got to get it's, some it's, interest going. It's been like four or five years that I've gotten the text message, hey, do you want to join? We create a league. That, I mean, we've done most of the work. And then afterwards, no one just joins. And then it's you just – You know, you, it's, you, get about, you get about you get about a, a solid five spots filled and uh, it just falls apart. For it me, does, so. dude. It's, it's miserable. I mean, I've, I've wanted to try. I don't know how different it is. I mean, if it's kind of like basketball in the terms of like it's not like weekly, um, kind of like football um, – I don't really know how it works though. It's heavy daily. It is a heavy daily, so it is. It is a heavy chore. There's a fly in my. Okay, we're good. God is ass. Um, 
yeah, so on the podcast, I mean, obviously this is our first one. Some of you may have seen our TikToks, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, somewhere. Um, we we right. just started posting. We we kind of grinded yesterday, making some videos, trying to create some content. Uh, but kind of our our overview of what we kind of want to do here for starters, we already kind of said it. Fantasy, uh, fantasy football. We've me and Matt earned. We try and be in four or five leagues together every year, um, either for money, for fun, whatever, just because we love it. We'll do mock drafts. We'll do like five drafts before we we're so heavily into it. We talk. That's literally once the season starts, once the season starts, we don't even talk to each other. Like we don't even we just talk football. That's it. We don't talk. Say, how's your day? We just we, we don't know how goes. each other are doing. You know, we don't know how each other are doing. No, it doesn't matter. I, I, I and really the biggest care. part is, is as long as, you know, either Washington beats Philly or we both beat Dallas. That's even better. That's a good point. I like that. Yeah. You know, I, they did beat us once, happy. though. They did beat us once last season. I guess. Well, I think we split two, but. Our good old rookie quarterback, Sammy Howell, coming in here like a gunslinger. That's your goat. Um, Another thing that we do is sports betting, uh, parlays. I mean, that's literally all I do. I don't do just no one-off bets. I I like to do like – I don't like to do – I mean, I do do my crazy, you know, eight-leg parlays and stuff. But, I mean – I like to get a little risky. I like to get a little risky with it too, and it's paid off. It's paid off a couple times. You know, throwing a couple $50 out there. Came out with a couple six hundos, uh, you know, couple, couple, couple good ones. I've, I've rolled down with a couple G's before, but you know, those are the few and far in between ones. But you know, you you, you don't get the biscuit if you don't risk it. Exactly, so. exactly. Um, and then just overall news. So kind of how we how we're talking about structuring this is kind of going into you know some sort of pre-show. Uh, then going into any late NFL news and kind of how it could affect fantasy and then going deep into fantasy, whether during the league we are talking about um, during the season, we're talking about our leagues or any waiver wire pickups or anything like that. Uh, and based off of how the news is going, you know, if there's any trades, trade deadlines, whatever the case is and what we think is going to happen, who we should pick up, whatever. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll roll with the punches for the first one. but um, Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll really get into the thick of it, kind of pre pre college draft, leading up into uh, the NFL season. That's when we'll yeah. really get into the thick of it. Oh, dude, that'd be kind of cool if we do some sort of like if we kind of come over to my place and we do a live podcast of the draft. I think that's a good idea. We can just do like the first round, and yes. then we can just be there and be talking the whole time. Plus, not everybody gets live coverage of that too, so. Uh, if you don't and you don't have a way to watch it and you do want to know what's going on and you want to follow it, just oh. tune into us and we'll keep you updated. We can do it live, live. So we could do it live. People watching us live while we're watching it. Live. Yes, sir. Oh, dude. Yes, that's, sir. I like that. I like that a lot, honestly. Um, I mean... Yeah, dude, I'm super excited. This is something I've kind of wanted to try. I've done video game podcasts from a couple. I've joined a couple low-level organizations, and they had me do a podcast, and those were fun, but I feel like it wasn't structured, and I had a bunch of people that didn't know what they were talking about. They were just kind of BSing around, so I feel like we got... You know, this is us, man. You know, we just kind of go back and bullshit back and forth. Yeah, Um, yeah. And, and really, sports is what we're passionate about, man. I mean, let's be real. I mean, we, we talk about it every day uh, at oh, work, yeah. outside of work, 
you know, there's not a time that we're not talking about sports. So what better to do than to share it with everybody else, I guess. I agree. I agree. I mean, the big news of the day, I'm surprised this happened today. I'm kind of glad it happened today. You know what? This, this is this a good Aaron Rodgers trade. Yeah, done deal. Uh, New York is sending a couple picks over to Green Bay. Uh, the full compensation is listed here. Um, so the Packers are going to get the pick 1342 and 207 for this year's draft. They are also going to get a conditional um, second rounder for 2024 that could rise to a first. Uh, that is if he plays more than 65% of the snaps this year. So crazy deal there. Um, now, here's the crazy part. Uh, what New York got in return, I personally think Green Bay got fleeced. I do too. I do too. I'm glad I mean, you said that. I'm glad you said that. I, I don't really know what the thought was, um, but – New York gets Rodgers. They also get picked 15 for this year. So they only move back two, two spots. Dude, that's crazy that's to me. I mean, they and lose their they lose their second round pick. I mean, but realistically, big deal. Uh, big well, deal. Who cares? Like who you cares? Get, you get an Aaron Rodgers which I mean, who who else are you going to trot out there, Zach Wilson? I mean, Mike White's not even there anymore. Let's be real. Um, Mike White, baby. Motherfucking Mike White. Um, yes, uh, Aaron Rodgers. You get you get Aaron Rodgers. He he will also, by the way, be throwing to a first round wide receiver for the first time in a very long time. Oh yeah, dude. And I forgot. Not only that, but they also got Alan Lazard to prep for Aaron Rodgers. So. Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing with someone he's already played with. You know who else they got? Seasons. They also got Randall Cobb. That's Rodgers' best buddy. Did they? Yes, sir, they did. McCall they Hardman? Went... When did McCall Hardman go to the Jets? Oh, dude, they, they stacked up. I think the Jets dude. are going to be a sneaky team this year. And then Brees Hall, if still he's, if he's healthy, if Brees Hall's healthy, dude. It's going to be a great I mean, offense. But even, even not, they have Michael Carter. I mean, they got they got some people, dude. And their defense. Stacked. I mean, we don't even need to talk about the defense. I don't. Oh, I don't. The I, defense is shut down. There's just no reason for me even to bring. Oh, they have Greg Zerline. When did they get Greg Zerline, dude? Is there something? Like, is there a day I just missed all this stuff? There's just something in the New York air. I, you know, I just don't know what to make of it. But they got a hair up their ass this and decided insane. to actually make it a real deal off season for them. So I'm actually, you wow. know what? Prop props to the Jets, dude. Big props. That's – I really – I was feeling the same way. If the only way this could go bad for the Jets is if it's another Russell Wilson situation oh. where Aaron Rodgers goes, everyone just hypes it, and then it just – complete dump. Yeah. And then at that point, possibly, I would Which, say that. again, it is possible because of his age. Um, I mean, he's getting up there. He's damn near close to 40. Yeah. Uh, not everybody's Tom Brady, but um, I will say his salary is going to be a, a little bit of a problem for the Jets. They're going to have to work around almost a $50 million cap hit. Um, I mean, that's that's 
but they don't the thing is is they don't really have many people that are on big contracts right now that's fair Spots but they're also is, all their defense have to pay. I, think, I think a lot of their defense is on low deals one year deals whatever i i think so i could be wrong could I be know. yeah i mean it could be but regardless of the fact i mean with all the rookies that they drafted they're going to have to pay those guys um, but by that the time, fact is how how long is Rodgers going to be around? That's what I'm saying. If it's two years, they're still going to be on rookie deals, so it doesn't even matter by that time. It's going to be kind of interesting to see how it plays out. I th- I think uh, if Rodgers says that he's going to play till 45, like he says he was going to do, it'll be interesting to see where he's at then. Um, and I mean, we'll see. I mean, who knows what happened when he was in his cave for four days? Yeah, I mean, he probably was doing some DMT, you know, smoking Just some shrooms, doing, doing, doing whatever he, you know, Aaron Rodgers does in the off season, you know. But uh, Just living life, staring at a wall, bro. Hey, man, I respect it. And if I was making that kind of money and playing in the NFL, I'd probably be doing some DMT too, staring at the wall. I don't know about that. Um, but overall, good. He's there. Good. Um, do you think he's gonna play till forty-five? I th- honestly, with his talent, I think he could if he wanted to. But the question is, does he want to? I I think ball. it. I think it's a question of is he committed enough? You think Brady's done? As much as I hate to say it, uh, I think he is done. Wait, well, as much as you hate to say it, you'd love to say it. I, he's you know, I'm on the fence about it. He, he's terrorized the entire NFL for the course of longer than I've been alive. Right. Probably. But not uh, longer than you've been alive. He was in the league for, what, no. two years? Yeah, well, that and college. You put college in there. Um, other than that, um, I, I, I think he's done this time. Um, just seeing how it affected his family the last time, um, really just how poor he played. It just did not, it wasn't a great career decision for him to continue playing that year. So I don't see him coming back unless it is to play for the Pats for another year or so and retiring with them. But that's all I can see. He should definitely retire a Pat. I, I, don't see him retiring as a buck. I, I, can, I can't get over that. But they haven't discussed that. that, have they? Not as far as I know. Is he just on an island somewhere? As far as I know, he's just retired. He didn't retire as a buck. He did not retire as a patriot. So he's just retired in general. As far as I know, yeah. That's uh, it's kind of interesting. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, we still got, we got draft and then OTAs or a couple of what? month two months yeah two months away two three months yeah away. so we still yeah. got a while so we still you got know Brady. I he, mean, how he's long? a he's a fan for the dramatic so he he might come around a little later how long uh was he last time was it a couple of weeks and then he came back out of retirement yeah it it wasn't it wasn't right? very long at all yeah, okay. no dang well i mean we'll see we'll see i mean you know, he's good for the game of football. I will say that. But yeah. Speaking of I, things that are I good for that. the game of football, uh, Washington. Facts. Now, this is oh, like a goddamn weight is lifted off my chest. It is unbelievable 
Um, Dan Snyder, for those of you who don't know, and for the rock you're living under, like Patrick Starr, get the fuck out of it. And amazing uh, instrument. <laughs> um, these guys right here, these good old guys. Dan Snyder selling the team finally. For everyone that's uh, not on the video podcast, he held up a Redskins. Uh, yes, thing. there you go. Uh, Dan Snyder is finally selling the team after years of disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. Uh, he's put out a subpar team on the field year after year. Uh, the the stadium is in awful shape. Uh, it's falling apart i think you saw probably the videos of sewage leaking onto the fans or you guys uh, jalen hurts Jaylen almost hurts. almost dying at our field yeah Scumbags. it's it's not not a good look for the nfl and not a good look for washington so um luckily there's there's no agreement in place yet but the rumors are that uh josh harris uh the owner of the 76ers as well as Magic Johnson and uh, Mitchell Rails. They are all in an investment group looking to buy the commanders. Um, now it was rumored that Bezos made a bid. He did not make a bid. He is not bidding. Um, there's also another bid on the table from Brian Davis. Uh, the money looks a little sketch, so I'm not sure the NFL is going to go with him. Uh, but it will be interesting to see kind of what happens in the next couple weeks. Um, if there's a formal agreement, if there's an actual announcement that's made. But I think this is an actual signaling to a, a, an end of an era in Washington mm-hmm. and a, a start of a promising one. I mean, what what do you think happens when he sells the team? Like what 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 in a perfect world? What do you think happens for for perfect world? I mean, I mean, as a fan, perfect world for me would be obviously a new stadium. I mean, that's first and foremost. Uh, there, there's too many injuries on that field for our players. Uh, we need new uniforms. Those uniforms that we trotted out, I think last year, are hideous. Uh, Sean black Taylor, one's black one's not bad, but. The, the white and red needs some sprucing up. Uh, the Sean Taylor Memorial needs to be fixed and done right. They did a disservice by Sean Taylor and his family by trotting out that wire mannequin looking thing. I think personally it was disrespectful uh, to make a great impression on DC and its fans. I think the new owners come in and they change that up. That that's a big step. That's that's going to be a big positive. Um, so I think that would put them in really good limelight. But uh, name change, possible name change. It's been rumored. There's been, you know, whisperings of a possible name change with new owners. But really, um, quite honestly, I mean, Commanders. If we start winning, it could work. But if we don't win, it doesn't work. That's my honest opinion. Yeah, because you guys can't command when you guys suck. That's facts. Command in the be a lot of, bottom of the division. I just realized we're going to probably argue a lot this next upcoming season uh, of our teams. Oh, yeah. I mean, not that we never argue. 
let's be real here. Um, but probably more often than not, we're probably going to be getting in some heated debates this season. I'll stab you, bro. I'm not, I'm not afraid. Listen, I'll, I'll jab a pencil through your neck at bowling. Okay, bro, you can't, you can't give me those kinds of threats like that. Jeez, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see actually uh, when it's finally all said and done, who's, who's the runner and what they're going to change for the team. Yeah. Maybe they and, and, You know, uh, it, it could be possible, but uh, speaking of quarterbacks. What if you guys got Lamar? You know, I, I've played with that thought. I, I like the idea of it, um, but realistically, is it feasible for us? No. Um, I'd love to see Lamar Jackson in a Washington uniform, but I think one of the places that he makes the most sense for me is kind of San Francisco. Um, they're a run-heavy team. They also have quite a bit of quarterback injuries to Brock Purdy, Trey Lance. Um, we don't even know if Trey Lance is really the answer yet. Uh, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, you know, kind of came into the season. Um, you know, he kind of blew away expectations, but I, I don't know if it's fair to kind of expect to have him maintain that level of play. Um but uh, they also have Sam Darnold. Uh, Sam Darnold came in this year. So I, I would imagine they're, they're having a QB competition. But uh, I, I would think Lamar Jackson comes in there and just dominates that run first offense. You know, it would make sense for them to trade for Lamar, given they can give a lower grade similar player uh, in Trey Lance um, and then maybe some draft picks or something like that for him. Uh, I, I mean, that's that's real, a pretty good idea there. Um, Ravens don't have a whole lot of options at uh, backup quarterback. I mean, they have Tyler Huntley, but he's he's going to be a, a backup, you know, for his career. Um, I don't see him being a starter, but if you give Trey Lance the keys to Baltimore's offense, oh no. Um, it could, yeah, it could unlock some potential for him. Um, we'll see. But. I don't know. I mean, other people that, I mean, other places that would probably use them. I mean, the only issue with San Fran is they have a lot of stars. That's going to be a they lot do. of money. That's they like do. probably have to get rid of some somebody to make that fit. Um, but teams that don't have a lot of people that need a quarterback, Houston. Houston needs a lot of help. Um, and they do have a lot of picks coming up. So I think they are a team that in, in a few seasons could be pretty good. I remember very faintly last year. Now, don't quote me on this, but uh, you were very high on the on daddy, daddy long neck, baby. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I told you at the beginning of the season that's the most foul thing I've ever heard, and you just – he did pretty good. Quite honestly um, – I mean, that, that Texans team's pretty bad. Um, but, I mean, you were looking at some of the numbers that Davis Mills was put, putting up uh, with that Texans team. It's kind of impressive. Uh, you know, you got you got to right give now. the kid credit. Uh, give give the kid credit where credit's due. Uh, so, he, had, he had some good games. In 2022. He... I'm, I'm talking about 2021. 
Okay. But 2022 was was a bit of a down down year for him. I will I will say that. A bit of a down year, you say. A bit of a down year. I mean, 2021, he had a 66.8 completion rating. Uh, threw for 2,664 yards, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, with an uh, overall rating of 88.8. I mean, realistically, not great, but not bad. For, I mean, for that Texans team, I give the kid credit. That's what 2021's when they had, uh, what's his face? I don't what, know Brandon, the ghost of Brandon Cooks? Yeah. He ain't he there anymore. No, I know he's not he, there uh, anymore. He, he, I think he was there back then, but I think he he spent a lot of time injured. For and like, the Texans have Case Keenum. I like Case Keenum more than I like uh, Davis Mills. But now they have Robert Woods, which it's is not a bad similar, pickup. I would say is similar to a Hollywood Brown for Lamar Jackson. Um, and Collins. They have Dalton Schultz. When did that happen? I mean, that happened this year. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a pretty reliable safety blanket. I mean, that's not terrible. And then they have Damian Pierce, Singletary um, as their backs. So those aren't bad. It's not that's not a bad back committee compared and to what they were rolling out. Yeah, and they're everything else just needs help. So. We'll see. We'll see how the draft goes. They they have the number two overall pick, so we'll see. Um, kind of could be Bryce Young, could be C.J. Stroud, maybe an yeah. Anthony Richardson. I don't know. Something yeah. always crazy I mean, happens probably, on draft day. We'll see what the Texans do. Hopefully, they don't screw it up. They they're good organization. Hopefully, um, <laughs> I don't know. Good organization. Kind of let's talk about let's talk about good organizations for a second. Philadelphia uh, Eagles. I, I don't know if Jaylen. I would call it good. And my boy Jalen Hurts in his contract. Yeah, you got. What, what you did guys... you think about? What did you think about that contract? Two twenty-five, five years, one hundred and seventy-nine million guaranteed. I mean, I I think that's a, I think it's a great contract for Jalen. Um, for the rest of the league, it's it's a little it's a little sketch. Um, you look at that contract compared to Patrick Holmes. Who's getting five hundred million for what's it ten, 10 plus years. years? Yeah, he has ten years with ten years. Well, now he's probably like eight years now when he got that contract, something like years. that. But yeah. um, I mean, that's that's a hefty price tag to pay for five years plus one hundred seventy nine guaranteed. Um, I think that's going to change the landscape of the NFL a little bit. Um, it could end up changing possibly the salary cap for the entire league. Um, It's also going to affect the impending um, free agent quarterbacks as well. There's a lot of interesting names on there. Uh, Just to name a few, Burrow, Tua, uh, Herbert. These are all guys, if they don't get an extension before 2025, um, they're going to be on the open market. Uh, And if, I mean, (laughs) with that, contract that Jalen got yeah. if these guys are going onto the open market if I mean Super Bowl appearances under their under their wings they're gonna they're gonna be a hot commodity yeah. on the free especially market. the the Bengals are probably gonna be kind of out of terror with 
this contract now that I feel like they've had similar stories, these underdog stories of teams that were nothing the year before and then they came and played a full season, brought them to the Super Bowl. A little bit different where Cincinnati was a lower seed, Philly was a first overall seed, but still nonetheless, I mean, it's still a similar similar Regardless, thing. Regardless, you guys came similar. from the NFC. You guys still kind of got shit for it until you got to the Super Bowl. So, oh yeah, even up to that 49ers game. I mean, when their quarterbacks got hurt, I mean, they were saying if they had a healthy quarterback, they would win. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and I was one of those people. Uh, I, I, I oh, but my my it. argument, and I'm not going to get into the disrespect of the 49ers. We could save that for a different podcast. How did we still drop 30 plus points if they That's just fair. needed a quarterback? That is a hundred percent fair. And you're gonna that, say what? That we're gonna say Nick Bosa was hurt. Should have we're held up. That. If if we were saying that the 49ers defense was as elite as they were all year, they should have held up against the Eagles. No doubt about it. Yeah. It is what it is, man. I mean, we'll see how, how it happens. I mean, there's nothing I don't think this year after this there should be any big contracts in terms of quarterback besides Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Jackson's the only of. real impending could, one this year. I could be missing one. Um, somebody. I, I, I as far as I know, um, I mean, Derek Carr already signed to a deal. Jimmy Garoppolo already signed to a deal. Um, there's not a whole lot of is remaining options left. Baker's still on the Rams, or where did he go? Oh, he went um, to the Bucks. He went yeah, to the Bucks. Buck, Buck, he went to the Bucks. So we'll see. Let's, he's probably got a prove it deal. Um. Other than yeah. that, I think most of it's coming either 2024 or 2025. So we we won't see a whole lot of quarterback contracts. So we think in after uh, the back to, LJ. I don't want to go back to to a topic, but now that I'm kind of staring at our topics and what we've spoken about quarterbacks, are the Packers going with Jordan Love as their guy? I I think they kind of have to. I mean, they what draft do they have? What pick do they have? So they're they're gonna have, they have um, the thirteenth pick. pick. Correct from and that's from New York. Yep. So, quite honestly, um, they they're not gonna draft somebody that low. I, I, you're not gonna get a quality top tier quarterback at fifteen after the top two go the first two overall. They did draft Jordan Love um, almost, what was it, three years ago? Um, and then, you know, Aaron Rodgers came back and won back-to-back MVPs after that. Um, I think they used a first-round pick on Jordan Love. They pissed off Aaron Rodgers by using that first-round pick, first round pick on, on yeah. Jordan Love instead of a receiver. I think they kind of have to give the kid the keys and say, get after it. Uh, let's see what you got. We'll see. That team's going to be very rough. That team's going to be very rough next year. They had a lot of good years. Uh, they they had a lot of good lucky years with, uh, you know, having winning teams. But they're they're in for a rough couple seasons. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, yeah. I mean, things could change quick, but that's I, that's I the mean, new. It's not looking great. We'll see. We'll see how that – I mean, at that point in that division, I mean, the Lions are probably my favorite. Besides uh, honestly, the Vikings, just given with their roster, with their offense, I mean, 
just the heart of the Lions, I just love. So. I, I just I can't count out the Lions. Uh, they just got this don't die attitude. Um, but they I, did I, I lose a couple key players with this whole sports gambling thing that I totally forgot about. That is totally. true. I forgot about that as well. Um, you would have thought that people would have learned their lesson from Calvin Ridley's mistake, 100%. Uh, getting suspended for an entire year. Um, now, luckily, he is coming back this year. So that is a key player to watch out for on your boards. Don't forget about him this year. Calvin Ridley is back. He is with the Jaguars. So he is looking up. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looks good. So he's going to be a good play this year on your fantasy teams. I like it. Because um, now he has Kirk. So he's got multiple. You got multiple. He does. And then you got. Uh, uh, you got I mean, ETN. You got ETN there. Mm-hmm. He's going to take the top off the running game. I can't um, think of the other running You got uh, Zay Jones is there. Zay Jones. There you go. Thank you. Zay Jones. They're going to, I think they're going to have a good offense. They I, I think the Jaguars are going to be a good team. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, back to the betting. Uh, I, I, I do think it's kind of crazy to think that three of the players that got suspended were all Lions players. Uh, yeah. So something's going on in that locker room, but there uh, one other was a Washington player, a uh, little bit of a bench player, so nothing too crazy there. Um, but he, uh, the Washington player, Shaka Tony, got uh, suspended for I think a year or indefinitely. Um, also, safety C.J. Moore and uh, the receiver um, Quintez Cephas. Yeah. They uh, all, Jam- they Jameson all got. Williams. Jameson Williams is uh, suspended for six games. He, he, he didn't games. bet. Yeah, he bet on college games. He didn't bet on, and he was just because he was in the. He was in uh, the Lions facility. facility. So that's the only reason he's suspended six games, but he's likely to stay with the club. Um, safety CJ Moore and uh, Quintez Cephas dropped, have right? already been dropped. Yeah. So yeah, forget about. We'll see after games. the first year. I mean, who knows? Maybe oh, they already got dropped, so I can't say that. I was gonna say maybe they get traded, but like the Calvin Ridley situation, but they're already gone, so we'll see yeah. after a year. So, so, um, but yeah, definitely kind of kind of crazy to see how this whole betting, legal betting, is now starting to shake up the actual NFL landscape. Uh, it it is pretty pretty wild. It's not even legal betting because it's just new to us. I mean, betting's been betting. Betting's been around. Um, I, I I guess as far as legal mobile betting, um, outside a lot of Las more Vegas, states, a lot yeah. more store places are, are starting to open up to it. So Arizona was just a few years ago, um, and there's still people every year that are that are starting to try and open it up. So uh, it makes sense, but I'm saying for us, it's just kind of new because what we're two years, three years into betting right now. I I, I barely think we're two years in. Um, it's it's still very recent i love it though i love oh don't get me wrong it it's amazing i've had my highs and lows uh yeah so (laughs) (laughs) he said yeah so all right all right so here's the thing It, it was a great bet um I I hit on I believe three of the four legs. The only thing that didn't hit was the Ronald Acuna to score a run. Um, okay. He went zero for four, uh, which is kind of surprising. I mean the the Braves did go off to a tune of I think thirteen runs and uh, they won thirteen to nothing. 
Oh my so, gosh. Uh, Spencer Strider finished the day with 13 strikeouts. Uh, so I did get the over on the nine and a half. Uh, Braves got the money line, so that 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 hit. Um, and Sean Murphy also hit a home run today, so uh, he did hit. He, you know, he got a hit. So yeah, so all you needed was one more run, and you would have been. been that was that. it. I just needed a Ronald Acuna run, and that would have hit. So yeah. Um, but keep an eye on the Braves this year. Um, that's going to be a good team to bet on, just like I did today. Um, they're going to have a lot of hot hitters. Spencer Schrider is always a good bet to go um, double-digit strikeouts. So just kind of keep an eye on that one. I'll have to brew up some basketball because we got the Suns playing tomorrow. So I'll probably brew up some basketball parlay. Got some good uh, playoff basketball coming up. So that'd be a good time to do it. Yeah, I'll probably do something like that. But um, speaking of just overall sports and everything like that, I mean, let's just talk about what we do in our fantasy life. Okay. We, I said earlier that we do join like five teams together. We just go all out. But there's one in particular that we are serious about. There's one. This is no bullshit. Now this is this is the keeper league of all keeper leagues. I will tell you, it is a little complicated. So it takes a little bit to kind of follow along with, but it is so much fun. It is the best fantasy league that you could play in. It is an absolute joy. The guys are great. The league is great. It is the the thing that we look forward to the most, I think, every year uh, yeah. leading up to the draft. I think once once that draft day is there, we're, we're, we're packed like at 5 a.m. ready just to, you know, go to our buddy's house and uh, hop on the computer, get that draft rolling, because it, it is you, just an event. For you, that people that don't know what a keeper league is, similar to a dynasty league, uh, the only difference is you're only able to – I don't know if this is all keeper leagues or if this is just our league. We're only able to keep two players. Um, for every for pl- whatever player you kept, you have to give up the round above the player that you drafted them at. Uh, if you did not draft the player, it is their ADP. Correct. Uh, most of the time, everyone keeps their good players. The only thing is you cannot keep a first-round pick uh, because, obviously, there's nothing above a first-round pick. So, so let's say um, I drafted Jonathan Taylor in the first round. I would not be able to keep him for the next year because I drafted him in the first round. However, let's say I did draft Alvin Kamara in the second round. I could keep him, but it would be for a, uh, a first-round pick. Yeah. So... That's so, the only way you can keep a first-round pick, if, if that makes sense. Really fun league. And then before the podcast, me and Matt were kind of talking about, uh, obviously we're going to be creating content and everything like that. We thought it would be a good idea to possibly do a fantasy league uh, with people, viewers, and stuff like that. Uh, we're, we're still working out the details, so that's still probably going to get posted on Instagram, TikTok, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. But just to, just something to throw out there that we are A general th- thought would be something maybe similar to the Keeper League that we're currently in. Um, but we could put out a poll on all the social media, kind of see what you guys would prefer, um, how many people would be interested in doing it. And that's something that we could put together and, yeah. um, you know, make happen. So, yeah. That's going to come later. I mean, obviously, we got we got a lot of work to do. This is just the start mm-hmm. of things. So uh, probably given by the time we're in August and we're drafted, we can probably get something going for that. So I think the dog um, days of uh, pre, pre-draft pre season, 
yeah, we'll we'll get that ramped up in, yeah. in time to, to have enough time for research and, and, yeah. and whatnot. Speaking of pre-draft season, I thought of this great idea we kind of spoke about. I told you yesterday or whenever we were talking about our ideas to make a top 10 fantasy uh, mock draft. This is strictly yes. uh, this is strictly for players that are currently in the league. We will probably be doing one after the draft. Correct. Uh, we kind of wanted to hold off on that because we want to see where people fall, who goes to what before we do something like that. Because, you know, if I get a Bryce Young going to Carolina, I might not want to draft him. But if, you know, he falls a couple teams and it makes sense better for him over there, then it might change. So I didn't want to go too crazy in, into the college players yet. We'll probably be doing one after the draft. We could probably do another, maybe the next podcast, including players and stuff like that. But based off of last year, based off of what happened for us, based off of what's gone on in the league with news and everything like that, uh, I kind of wanted to do, we can just kind of go back and forth and just discuss what our one through 10 is and kind of go from there. I'm, and, I'm excited. And- Completely, uh, just just so you all know at home, um, neither of us have seen each, each other's picks, um, so we have no idea. I'm so nervous. Who's gonna pick who? Uh, so, so there's probably gonna be a lot of you know making fun of each other for picks here, um, but I, I think I got some solid reasoning behind my picks. Um, I, if I know this guy. Um, I don't know about him too much. Uh, let's be real. I did win the championship for our league last year. So if, if you're listening to anybody, I think you should listen to me. But yeah, well, it's okay. each their well, own. Also, I mean, given the fact I would have still lost. So before I before I say this, I I was he whooped me in the in the championship, but in a different league. Uh, the Jamar Chase situation with the Bengals uh, that really screwed me because that was the game that Demar Hamlin got hurt. Not saying anything bad about that or anything like that. I'm glad they didn't do anything. They didn't continue to play. But glad he's okay it. and he yes. is also cleared for NFL activity, so he will be yes. back. Um, but it but, did lose me a league. Yes, it, it did really fuck with a whole lot of things uh, in in the fantasy world. So. Praying that that doesn't happen again, but um, yeah, this past playoffs uh, uh, season was a little funky. So, but let's, I mean, let's get into the picks. Um, Hey man, I, it was my idea. I think you start off with your first pick. All right. I mean, I'll I'll take it away with the first pick. Um, I mean, it's, it's tough to really put a unanimous first pick, um, but I did have to just go with the consistent number one overall pick. Uh, I, I'm going to take Christian McCaffrey at number one. Um, he's been very consistent in that production role. Um, I think now that he's out of Carolina um, and with San Francisco, he's in a lot better situation. He's in a run-heavy offense. Uh, he does run a lot of hot routes out from the backfield. Um, so he does have a lot of opportunities there. Mm-hmm. Um, just to name off a few things, I mean, he had a 4.7 uh, yard per carry last year. Um, that's still pretty solid for somebody who's getting up there in age. Uh, he also you know, was dealing with a couple injuries here and there. Um, but, I mean, he can command uh, anywhere from six to seven targets a game. Uh, that's really valuable in PPR. 
Um, so this is a I PPR would, draft we are doing. I correct. Think. I don't know if this this is a full PPR. Full PPR. And people that don't know, that's point per reception. So every time someone catches a ball, it is a point. Obviously, if they get tackled behind the, lo- the line of scrimmage, they're going to lose a couple decimal points or however your league does it. Uh, but overall, uh, this is a full PPR. So that's something you really got to take into consideration with some of these backs. You can't just do it. I mean, run-heavy ones like you know your Derrick Henrys and stuff like that are good. But those backs that will keep be catching those dump passes or if they have something structured around them, screens, whatever – those do help a lot. So. That's that's going to help you a ton. Uh, full PPR, any back that catches any kind of pass, mm-hmm. that's going to be your key to success there. Yeah. Um, I mean, my first overall pick, uh, I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I have Christian McCaffrey as well. Uh, I said he is the workhorse of the 49ers right now, especially no doubt about we it. don't know who the running or the quarterback is right now. Um, if it is Trey Lance, if it is Brock Purdy, uh, who knows how good they will be to Debo, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Kittle. Who knows? They might still be structuring this. This will be their first real, first real season with CMC, so it should be a good first-round uh, overall pick for you guys. So um, I'm, I'm excited to see him. I, unfortunately, will not be able to get him because I will have the ninth pick in our league. So, And I'll have the tenth, so I'll be way out of that running. Um, but, uh, yeah, you guys are lucky if you do have the number one pick, there is almost, you can't go wrong at the top of the list. So, um, uh, but I, uh, if you want to take away number two, I mean, please. Oh, oh, we're going to do that. We're going to do the snake draft. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to go snake. My, my second round pick, uh, this guy was a stud for me last year. Uh, he was on two of my leagues. Uh, absolutely crushed it for me, uh, and no, no one else besides Justin Jefferson. Uh, this guy averaged 22.39 points per game. This is not including bonuses or anything like that. This is just strictly points per game. Uh, the only issue with that uh, is, oh, and the 22.39 is not including week 17 and 18 due to they already clinched the division, so he didn't even really play that much. So I, I just threw those out. I don't really like counting that BS. So, And by that time – championships already over it doesn't really matter so um nothing changes uh if they do lose end up losing cook like they are kind of rumoring uh he might be getting more targets but at the same time that might put another target on his back to get double covered so it might be an issue but overall uh he was an absolute stud for me i absolutely loved having him on my team and i'm really sad to see him probably go this next uh this next go around so I, I do agree with you. Uh, Justin Jefferson is probably the best receiver in the game, no doubt. Yeah. I also had him in a few of my leagues last year, and he was an absolute game changer for me. However, I did not have him as my second pick. Okay. My second pick was Saquon Barkley. Um, I think two overall is really fair. Um, hear me out on this. Uh, yeah, because I did the I, he's he's in my list. I will say that there's a reason why he's not. Okay, I'll he's just, not obviously that. I so, just that. Yeah, I will say he is the focal point of the Giants' offense. There is nobody else. Um, I mean, they have Daniel Jones that they just signed to the extension, but Saquon is their guy. Uh, he's going to be their go-to. Look at last season when he was healthy and uh, he was. I mean, he was a workhorse, 178 yards, uh, a couple tutties. 
the guy is just explosive. Um, you, you can't find a more complete back than Saquon when he's healthy. Um, he does almost get five targets a game. So there's your PPR. Um, he's still getting a 4.4 yard per carry. Um, he does have that breakaway speed. Uh, he is a touchdown machine. Um, once they get on the goal line, they really, I, I don't trust Daniel Jones throwing the football at, at the, you know, the one yard line, two yard line. They're going to hand it off. Um, I think if they really work to upgrade that offensive line this off season, uh, with the draft and whatnot, I think it could be a really good uh, year for Saquon. I, I I'm just looking at my list right now, and I'm uh, we've gone through. You've put him over a couple different backs that I'm not the biggest fan of. I I, I don't agree completely, due to the fact that not only number one, uh, their line isn't the greatest. If you see at the plays of Saquon. The amount of cutting and spin moves to get three yards is crazy for this man. I, I will um, agree with that. But needless to say, he is a great back. I'm not going to discredit him because he's a he's a giant. Uh, he is a great back for sure. Um, I mean, we'll see how the league goes. But if, if yeah, absolutely. I, I think a number two pick is, given your reasoning in a full PPR, might make sense, but just not my 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 guys so. that's fair um uh, i did have justin jefferson as my third pick though okay so. third pick just just one pick below okay um my third pick uh is another guy and the reason why i'm drafting this guy so high right now is because based off of this is the, I'm, i did a lot of this around our keeper league uh with our uh, bonus structure so in our okay. in our keeper league we do uh, if they have a 40-yard touchdown, they get an additional six points, points. six points, whatever it is. Uh, if they have over X amount of yards, uh, they get more points and stuff like that. So I was like, who is a great breakaway wide receiver that just gets bombs thrown to him and he just I runs, know super, going with this. runs super fast? It's uh, Mr. Tyreek Hill is my third overall pick. Uh, that's, he averaged that's a good pick. 20. 20.4 points per game last season. Uh, if Tua stays healthy, uh, obviously when you've seen what they did when he was healthy before all the injuries and everything with Tua, they did great. I mean, they looked like a super bowl team. Everyone was very high on them but when Tua was healthy. Uh, after he got hurt, came back, got hurt again, it just wasn't the same. They didn't do that if they get their O-line just a little little bit better maybe draft somebody or make some solid trades they can do something solid and then not to mention they have Jalen Waddle on the other side that you can't really double cover Tyreek Hill because you'd have him um, on the other side of the ball so uh, I think Tyreek Hill if you have any sort of bonuses bonus structures in your league I think he's an absolute dime for um, for fantasy no doubt about that uh, he is very explosive um, any time that you get bonuses for having a 100-yard game or 200-yard game, 150 yards, whatever, um, that's going to benefit you quite a bit. Um, also, I mean, he's just got that breakaway speed. Uh, he gets that one slant route. That's an immediate touchdown for you. That's going to look really good right off the bat. Um, I had him a little lower on my list. Um, 
just kind of I'm a little worried about Tua. Uh, his injury concerns last year with the, the concussions really kind of put a damper on Tyreek's season. Yeah. Uh, I think Tyreek still had a fantastic season. Uh, he, he did put up 1,700 yards still uh, and seven touchdowns, but uh, that could have been, I mean, Lord knows 2,200 yards. 10 touchdowns, 12 touchdowns, had Tua been completely healthy. Um, there's been talk of Tua possibly retiring. He said he's going to play this year, but um, I, I, I think at the end of the year, it, it could possibly you know fall off. Uh, the question is, is who comes in after after Tua? That, that's, that's, that's the that, question. And that's based off of based off of how OTAs go or everything like that, you might be drafting him a little bit lower. As of right now, based on how the team is, that's why I, I put him out of three. So. Um, but fair enough. I, I had him at five for me. Um, okay. He is number five on my list. Uh, four overall, I, I, I mean, I had to go with this guy. Um, he is probably the, probably, I would say, most complete uh, back today. Um, he is also just a workhorse. Uh, he is the focal point of this offense. You wouldn't think he is, but he is. This is Austin Eckler. Uh, Austin Eckler at four. Um, this guy is a PPR god. If you can get him four overall, I mean, smash that draft now button like immediately. Uh, he had a last year. He had 127 targets. I mean, that is insane for a running back. He hauled in 107 of those. So he only missed 20 passes. 107 receptions for a running back is insane. So you had that. He also had 18 touchdowns. You add that in, I mean, I, I mean he's a recipe for disaster for any team that you play. I did have him in one of my leagues last season. and uh, he, he kind of gets a slow going, but he'll once he gets warm, dude, he's a, Once he hits his stride, he's... He's tough to keep up with. Um, he also has no backfield competition. There's there's mm-hmm. not a lot of people in that Chargers backfield. Uh, he's oh, going to no, be their lean-on guy. Gordon, but Gordon's... Uh, Gordon is Broncos. gone. Uh, Sony, Sony Michelle, I believe, is with the Chargers. Um, but that might be not, rough for not a great fact. Goal, goal line. Sony Michelle was a big goal line guy. He might take some of the work, but uh, he was there last season as well. I wouldn't be too concerned about it. I think yeah. Eckler is still going to be that focal oh, I point. Uh, I mean, for my my fourth overall pick, uh, I, I went similar route. Uh, he is a workhorse for this team. This team did struggle a lot last year, okay? Uh, I just couldn't really put him too much lower because I just feel like it was just a rough year. Uh, they got a new quarterback. He did not work out at all for this team. This team was awful. And it was just the communication, the chemistry just wasn't there when you've seen him trying to hand off the ball, when you've seen him trying to throw these dumb passes. He just is. It was an old, old quarterback. And I have uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I, I do like that pick. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I mean, if you've seen what he did two years ago, um, absolute stud. And that was with uh, Wentz, wasn't it? It was. I mean, if, if Wentz can do it, I, you would think anyone can. Obviously I mean, not let's let's be real. You and I have both dealt with the Wentz experiment. 
I well, um, no, I had a great once experience. That's different. You you had a great one. He he kind of got a little faulty at the end. Uh, I I had a, I had a bad once experience, but um, realistically, I I was Jonathan uh, Taylor owner myself. Uh, he was one of my keepers. I had him for I believe it was what a fourth round pick. Um, he did great for me his rookie year. Great, just you know vision through the hole ball carrier he was fantastic uh matt ryan i didn't like the signing from the beginning um i thought it was a little too forced he was a little too old it just wasn't a right fit um like logan was saying it just didn't look comfortable at all i didn't think that jonathan taylor was getting the ball enough um he never really had his time to get in a rhythm um, I left him off my top ten. Uh, he was he was one of my honorable mentions because I can see him being an early second rounder. Um, I don't know if I'd put him that high just because I don't know what the quarterback situation looks like yet. Um, what do you mean? They... Did you not do you not know who's the quarterback for the Colts? May I may I remind you who's the quarterback? Can you? There's Refresh two. my memory. Absolutely. Your starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts in 2023 is Gardner Minshew. Oh, my God. You're lying to me. I swear. He's actually a starter? Yeah. And then the backup quarterback, Nick Foles. Oh, my God. Okay, I could give a fuck about Nick Foles. I know that's Whoa. your guy. But You're right there. I, I am incredibly happy that Gardner Minshew is going to be a starter. That man deserves that job. He, I I think even when he was with the Jags, that he should have kept that starting job. Um, Now, granted, when they got Trevor Lawrence, I mean, the writing's kind of on the wall there. Um, But Gardner Minshew, man, I mean, I like the dude. He's just a solid, like, dog. You know, yeah. I, I like it. So, yeah. so I, okay, and, I can, I can get They don't have that. Moreland Mack that was sharing some snaps. They do have Zach Moss now, but Zach Moss didn't really do much in Buffalo. So who knows really kind of what that's going to look like later. Yeah. Uh, we'll see kind of how they play out, obviously. That's kind of a risky pick, but I just couldn't not put him on my list based off of what happened last year because Matt Ryan just was not helping at all for that team. So I will agree with that. I, I didn't like Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor together at all, but I think that uh, he can get back to his rookie self and uh, reclaim kind of that same yeah. talent that he had. Since you've given up your fifth pick already with Tyreek Hill, I'm going to go ahead and just let you know my fifth. Let's see uh, it. This guy, without the injury, was a stud last year. The okay. year before, had the triple crown, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know uh, what you mean. I, this guy is a stud. And since he is getting back, not only – hopefully he's going to be fully healthy. We'll see kind of how he is battling in that injury. But uh, his quarterback should be back as well. I have Cooper Cup as my fifth overall pick. I am very high on wide receivers this season. I know I was last season as well based off of how I drafted. But the amount of work a lot of these wide receivers did last year really made me feel like I should go wide receiver heavy. Uh, And then if I can get a – somewhat decent back in the second third round i might as well do that so cup uh the first nine games averaged 
two points per game. Uh, who knows kind of how that's going to look after his recovery. But, uh, I mean, he's a stud. He's a stud. I don't like him personally. Like, I just – he's just so – I don't know what it he's is He's hard to argue against. Um, he's, but he's hard to argue against, exactly. He, he is kind of – all the Rams got in a sense. Um, but uh, I do see what Logan's saying in saying that it, it is becoming a very pass heavy um, league. So I, I, my list is also a little receiver heavy um, just because of the kind of, I guess the elite play we're seeing from receivers and, Running backs are, are starting to slip a little bit. I, I we still have some some elite you know options at running back, but I, I do think that uh, receivers starting to take over a little bit. So you are are going to start to see a little bit of a shift on your draft boards uh, from running backs early in the draft to probably receivers early in the draft. Absolutely, absolutely. So what does that put us at? We're at sixth now? Correct. Um, Would you like to give your sixth overall pick, please? Yeah. um, I'm surprised this guy hasn't been listed off yet. Uh, Probably the best running back uh, of last year um, all around. Uh, I would say Josh Jacobs, number six overall. Um, He had a fantastic season last season. He had uh, a 4.9 yard per carry. I mean, that's almost pretty ridiculous. Um, he also on a bad Raiders team. He he had a terrible line, and you're putting up those kind of numbers. I mean, you got to be just different. Um, mm-hmm. He had 12 touchdowns. He also had 53 receptions. So it's not the elite numbers that you're looking for, um, but it is an added level of production that will help you out. Um, but he is another focal point of the offense that is going to get a bulk of the carries, um, and he is going to be a goal line workhorse. So you, you're going to see a lot of touchdowns coming from him this year, um, and not a ton of backfield competition. I was looking at their depth chart earlier. I don't like who they have, um, but they do have quite a big running back room. So it shouldn't be much of an issue. Um, but if there is by chance an injury or something like that, or somebody starts to kind of break out, um, it could start to eat into his workload, but I expect to see another heavy dose of Josh Jacobs this year, um, entering a contract year, kind of going into a uh, free agency, hoping he's going to get a nice big payday. I mean, they have Abdullah, which I kind of, I kind of like him. Uh, he's a good third year. down back. Good he third down back. Solid. And then I mean, they're. I'm just looking at their depth chart right now. I mean, they got they got some solid, solid. They got a solid offense. They um, do. I mean, they have you know you have Devonte, you have Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro if he's healthy, Austin Hooper, and then you have I didn't even know OJ Howard was a part. I mean, not saying that he's great, but I think he just got terrible. signed this year. Um, but yeah, he's better than what they've had. Um, I think if they improve the O line a little bit, I mean that goes for a lot of clubs. Um, but if Chandler they improve Jones? the old line, yeah, Chandler Jones was, was there last year. Was that was he there last year? Yeah, remember um, who was it? Uh, oh God, it was oh it was Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers when he was on the Pats, they had that last play and they were doing the uh, 
They were oh, tossing it back and forth. Yeah. He threw it, and Chandler Jones intercepted it and ran it for a, a pick yes. six. Yes. And now I Jacoby heard. Myers is, is a Raider now. So Yes, yeah. I remember now. I remember that all too vividly. Okay. Uh, uh, Who would you have as your sixth? My sixth. Uh, is another wide receiver. <laughs> uh, it it might be one of the ones that I had on my list as well. So there's there's probably no way you don't have him on your list. I don't know though. I mean, put Josh Jacobs there. I I kind of respect it, but he's a he's a heavy he's a high second round pick for me. Just like he's been this entire time in fantasy. I just I, I don't I love him, but I don't have because he's burned me. That's why he's burned me. That's fair. Three years ago, he burned me when he was super high. I drafted him and then he didn't do anything. And then he got that stupid foot injury or whatever it was. And then he didn't play half the time. No. Um, but the person I picked for my six, six overall. Sounds like you're talking like, about Michael Thomas. <laughs> don't, don't, that, I didn't get burned by Michael Thomas. That, that was me. That was we did definitely get me. By him. Yeah. Um, Jamar Chase. Yep, he's on my list. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play this whole hyping him up or anything. Hundred percent. The reason why he didn't go higher, and if you arguably wanted to put him lower, I wouldn't be mad at it. uh, Is just the inconsistency. I mean, he will go off for 20, 25 points, and then the very next game get two and a half. And it's just the Bengals. It's just how the Bengals are as an organization. They're great. I'm not saying anything bad about the Bengals. I love watching the Bengals, but. Uh, there are those games where they should win the game or it's like a absolute game they should dominate in. And then they're just like, like, what are you guys doing? What is happening? And then sometimes it'll take him a little bit to warm up and then second half he might pop off. But when he has that full game of him just going off, he's he's one of my favorite players to watch. I mean, he, does, he gets a lot of those 40-yard plus points as well for your bonuses if you are playing with any bonuses. Uh, and then... Usually when he has his big games, they're big games. Very big. So you're, so you're getting your yard bonuses. You're getting all these bonuses. And then, you know, you got 30, 35, 40 points from Jamal Take James. Take into account that those are games where he's getting, you know, a 10 reception game and almost 200 yards. So that's 10 points off the bat just off receptions alone. Not, not to mention any yardage. So absolute stud. Uh, I will probably be out there trying to get him again this season at some point if he does fall to me, um, but we'll kind of see how it goes. I, I did have him lower on my list. Um, I, I do agree with you, though. Um, just over this last year, you can see that his role is increasing, even though he played in less games. Um, he did miss, I, I believe, four or five games. Um, yes. But... Um, he still had 134 targets. Uh, yeah. That's that's a crazy amount for missing five games. Um, and he still put up over 1,000 yards. Um, so he's the real deal. Um, T. T. Higgins, I mean, the injury concerns are there with him. So um, as long as Jamar Chase, you know, stays healthy, he should have this solid. Our injury, I mean, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, they all have get their weird injuries and they're out for a couple games so yep but that's good for the Bengals. i mean that's good if you know if tyler boyd gets hurt that you have jamar chase because then there might be more workforce going to him or right. t higgins getting hurt or you know vice now versa, now take into account to um joe burrow's start from last year he had a yeah. bad bad start so if he does turn that around this year and gets off to a good start 
um, Chase's stats might benefit from that. Yeah, absolutely. Who did you get for seven? Um, I, I had a receiver here. Um, it was a different option than you had, but um, I had this guy ranked a little higher than Chase just due to uh, longevity, um, kind of consistency. This guy is probably the definition of consistency. Um, I had Stefan Diggs here. Um, I would say he's probably um, easily the safest option at receiver. Um, he He's had 100-plus receptions in the last four of his five seasons, so he's a pretty safe bet to, you know, kind of get 100 receptions this year. Um, he also had a career high in touchdowns last year, uh, kind of yeah. quietly, so... Um, I think Josh Allen has finally found his like groove with uh, Diggs. Uh, they're going to be a problem for a time to come. So I think Diggs is going to have another big year. He's the undisputed number one receiver there. Um, really, all else they have are the corpses of Cole Beasley, John Brown. Uh, who else is there? Emmanuel Sanders and... Uh, what else? Uh, Tavon Austin. I mean, these are guys that their primes were years ago. Um, so Diggs, Diggs is that guy there. They no longer also have Singletary. So I think Allen is going to be passing quite a bit more. Um, so Diggs should have a big year. Well, only I do have Diggs on my list as well. So uh, the only thing that I do have – Obviously, nothing's been said since this happened, uh, but the game they lost against the Bengals uh, in the playoffs when Diggs stormed out, grabbed his stuff, and kind of like stormed out. Uh, and they had to do this freaking bug, man. It's like flying. I don't know what it is. Um, that's my only concern. He is still ranked on my list. I just am a little worried. Um, I, I, don't I didn't know. catch that. So You didn't see that? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I... I... I probably remember seeing a little bit of it, but no one's spoken about it. Diggs was so frustrated after their, because I mean, it was a blowout. The the Bengals absolutely crushed them and they're at home. It was snowing. Bengals absolutely just obliterated them. Uh, Diggs was so mad. He stormed into the locker room, took his stuff and then left. So uh, not to say that that really meant anything. Everyone was rumoring that he was going to be, he was done with the, um, bills but ever since then nothing's been said so i i I don't know why you'd even want to leave this team (laughs) i i don't either um i i kind of say uh the grass isn't always greener on the other side um it's kind of like how the situation played out with him in minnesota um i know he had it really good over there Uh, him and jefferson would have been a pretty killer duo there um, but well, they had like half a season together before he got traded about that, you know, if not a little bit more, but, uh, I think when he first went to Buffalo, things weren't looking too good. Uh, he kind of regretted it a little bit, but then Allen came in the picture, uh, bills really started to kind of hit their stride. I think he kind of fit in there pretty well. I don't see him making a change. I think he'll stay. Um, I haven't heard anything about it, um, so I'm, I'm praying that he stays with Buffalo. I don't think anything will happen. I just remember that was a big thing. 
And since that, nothing's really come of it. But there's also those all those weird things like Josh Allen skipping the Pro Bowl to go golf. And just like it just feels like that team. There's something, it, there's something going on where players just don't like being a part of it. But they're a great team. They're a great team. I mean, they are. So it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to say. And I could be even speaking completely out of context, but I'm not a Bills fan. I don't watch everything, so I just see what I see. Uh, yeah, I mean, none of us are Bills fans. I mean, we, we kind of tune in and see the news as it comes. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't see that team kind of breaking up. I think Sean McDermott's a great coach. Um, I think that they should stay together, but I mean, Lord yeah. knows there's a lot of time until the NFL season. There's a lot of stuff that could happen. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, for my seventh pick, uh, I went with Eckler here. Um, just because I think that's a little low. It, it probably is. I mean, you could probably toss him above. I would still put him below CMC, Justin Jefferson, Hill debatably uh jt but we'll see i mean if you want to put him above him like you had him that's not terrible uh but cup you could fight with cup i i I would argue i would argue switching him and jt just because of the the uh reception upside um but i kind of see what you're getting at Uh, i mean he's still 21.9 points per game absolute stud uh and you know we'll see how it goes with Herbert. I'm not. I've slowly stopped caring about Herbert and, the, and that team just because it gets way too hyped and then nothing comes out of it. Now, given that, I mean that second week last season when they played the Chiefs, you were like, oh my gosh, you freaking dislocated his shoulder or whatever he did and still threw a touchdown. Like you're like, dude, this dude's a stud. Yeah. And then ever since then, just kind of, I feel. He hasn't been the same. I don't want to. I don't want to touch realistically anyone on the Chargers team. Um, that's why I put him a little bit lower. But he's still a great pick. I mean, he's. But Eckler's one of those ones similar to Chase, where he will have those really bad games, and you're just like, "Holy crap! Why are you on my team?" And then <laughs> when he starts warming up, I feel like you know he'll start kind of picking it up towards the end of the season, and then that's when you're like, "Okay, now this is now this is what you're supposed to be doing." Yeah. But. Not the worst thing. No, um, and I, I would kind of argue that um, it's probably better for Eckler if Herbert's not as good. He's probably getting more of a workload. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of slowly fading off the Herbert train as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, as you know, my fantasy team name has revolved around Justin Herbert for the last three yeah. years. Um, but, yeah, I, I – just he hasn't been the same. Um, yeah. Ever since he took that rib injury, I think you and I were watching that game. Um, he he's just been pressing too much. He tries to carry too much of that team. Oh yeah, it was his rib, not his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He well, he did he did have the rib, and then he had the shoulder as well. So I think he had a couple couple injuries within that game. He just w- wasn't right. Um, yeah. Ever since then, he was trying to do too much. The team never really stepped up and carried him. He just had to do all the work. So um, I think he's going to get burnt out a little early, but, I mean, time will tell. Um, He's still a good quarterback. I think he can be really good, but the Chargers would have to fix that line. Yeah. Uh, For eight, I got best tight end in the league. I think this is where you and I agree because at eight, I also did have Travis Kelsey. Oh, Dallas Goddard. 
Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no way. I mean, best tight end in football, even when double covered, they just they're just offensive coordination is absolutely just the dumbest thing you've ever seen. They just come up with the dumbest plays, and they just I mean, work so great. When you have Andy Reid on your sideline, I mean, it's almost a guarantee you're going to get open. So right. it's almost an unfair advantage in that aspect. But I mean. Without a doubt, best tight end in football, like you said. Um, this guy is going to give you a huge positional advantage. I absolutely think he's worth the first-round pick. I personally spent my first-round pick on him last year and the year before that. Um, he's done me solid. I've won both years. I went back-to-back. Um, I personally would not uh, you know, take any other tight end in the first round, even probably the second round. Um, Kelsey is by far the best positional advantage you can have in fantasy football. You take my him, only, you're you're solid for the rest of the season. My only issue with Kelsey right now is uh, they don't have Juju anymore. Not saying Juju they was don't, something good. But they do have Kadarius Tony, And Tony started to break out towards sure. the end of the year. I think he's gonna come out to be their next their next big receiver. So yeah, I'm gonna eat, I I eat my words on that. I'd take Tony over over Drew. Drew so yeah, he back. he should he should take some of the pressure off uh, Kelsey, and you know you also have uh, Isaiah Pacheco in the back the backfield. Um, he he should help you know take some of that. You know, um, for me, I had I had Diggs just because, like I said, I didn't know really. Uh, it's his was the second best season last year, um, and I was just worried about the whole Buffalo situation. But if you put him higher, it's not the worst thing. I just couldn't put him over any of the other wide receivers. I had Chase, Cup, Hill, Justin Jefferson. So, um, and yeah, I just I, I couldn't put him above any of them. And we'll see how he how he does. I I've never drafted him before personally in leagues, so. That's that's all I got on him, and we've already kind of spoken on him. So yeah, number nine is where I had Jamar. Um, okay. So I mean, if if you have him a little higher, I mean, it, it's personal preference, but mm-hmm. that's where I had Chase. I think um, the only reason I had him that low was because of the the injury concerns, uh, right. and just because there are so many options on that Bengals team, um, it does take away some opportunities. But he is going to get the bulk still, so. Um, I think at the same you know, time we could argue Gabe Davis for the Bills. He's been a stud. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's really you got to pick your poison with some of these star wide receivers. So. Correct. And then tenth overall is that's where I put Barkley. I put him. 10th. Okay, that's fair. Um, because I, the only and the only reason I put him tenth, I, the only reason I put him in the top ten at all was because of these dump passes he gets. He gets so yep. many of these freaking dump passes. PPR, there's no, there's no reason not to have him. So um, that's why, I, or I wouldn't have even put him on my list. If, if, if they, I wouldn't put him on my list. I, I kind of went in a different direction here. Um, I, this is where I took pretty much. A, Don't piss me. No, off, I, 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 I took pretty much a ground running back. Uh, this guy doesn't catch a ton of passes. Um, oh, brother. I know who you went with. No, you don't. Um, I think I do. But, I mean, this guy's a beast. Um, once he gets going, you can't stop him. He's not on a great team, but, 
I mean, they can be pretty good if they wanted to. Um, I think they have the potential to be good. It largely hinges on their quarterback. Um, but I think they could have a pretty decent offense. Um, so I went with Nick Chubb. I think you think I was going to go with Derrick Henry. I thought you were going to go with Derrick Henry. That's I what I thought. Like, Everything you said makes sense for Derrick Henry. I I went with Nick Chubb. Chubb. Um, this last season was rough for them. Yeah, and and that's kind of the reason why I had him so low. I debated with the ten the ten spot between a couple people for quite a while. I think this is the part where I had the most trouble. Um, I think this is kind of where you can get into that 10-11, you know, backdoor kind of double pick. Maybe try to get a receiver and a back kind of together. You'll fill a slot with both, um, or you can take back-back, you know, uh, together. Um, That'll really give you an advantage, but... Um, the only reason I picked Nick Chubb here, um, I'm kind of betting on a bounce back year for him. I think they start to get away from the Kareem Hunt experiment. Um, it just didn't work well for them last year. He yeah, didn't all the trade rumors as well. With Kareem yeah, Hunt he didn't. Well, that, he didn't that's probably do happen. Damn thing last year. So, yeah. uh, I think they go back to what they know best, um, running the football with Nick Chubb. Um, I. When he's right, and the Browns can have a pretty decent line, um, he's the best pure running back in the league. Um, I mean, he still last year put up 1,500 yards and 12 touchdowns, even with the struggles that he had towards the last half of the season. Um, So another interesting stat with uh, Dick Chubb, is that he's never averaged less than five yards per carry his entire career. Um, so you know that the yards are going to be there. It's just a matter of the uh, play calling and scheming from Kevin Stefanski. I think that's going to play a huge role. Getting some of those carries taken away from Kareem Hunt, that should help Nick Chubb. Um, but I think Deshaun Watson just needs to hand the ball off and kind of start finding his groove a little bit better. So I think that's going to create a little bit more opportunity for Nick Chubb, and that's why I had him at 10. It's just because Deshaun Watson's a little tight, so that's why. Yeah. Just a little tight. You know, he's got to get a thighs. little rubbed out a little bit. He's got to get a little rub- Okay, I, I shouldn't have did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I only had one honorable mention. I don't think this guy is a first-round pick, um, but it's just somebody I just – is honorable mention as in like – Somebody should be highly considered um, to be put on a team. Uh, probably, you're, this is probably a third round back, I'd assume. Uh, Kenneth Walker the third. Yeah, I like Kenneth. I like Kenneth a lot. I looked through his stats. There, there wasn't too, 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 nothing too crazy, but I feel like he's really good bench player in terms of you know your your good backs. You know, you have a CMC get hurt, you have Eckler get hurt to toss him in there for a couple weeks to help you or those bye weeks. He he does solid and he's pretty fun to watch. So. Quite quite uh, honestly, uh I think he had a couple quality starter games last year. Mm-hmm. Um I think if everything goes right for the Seahawks, he could turn out to be a third round gem for you. So if you get him in the third round 
Uh, he could very well move to your flex position or very well one of your starting running back positions. Yeah, he's good. I like him a lot. That's why I put him in the honorable mention. I mean, obviously my second rounds are, you know, your Josh Jacobs. Your right. High Ch- Chubb's high. Chubb's got to be high. I, I would honestly, now I didn't even think of Chubb. I probably would take Barkley out, put Barkley second round, and, and put Chubb in for for 10 i had a couple honorable mentions just because that 10 spot was super tough for me i think any of these guys could arguably go top 10 um i think that they could go that 10 11 kind of snake around um but i would say derrick henry's in that conversation um he's he could have a bounce back year travis Etienne, i would put in that conversation for second round back um Devonte Adams, I'd still put him up there in the conversation. He's still a top receiver. Um, Jonathan Taylor was one of my honorable mentions, and then I also put Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. I think they deserve some consideration for at least a first or second round pick, especially in a league that has bonuses like ours. Josh Allen, especially with his running ability, I I think you he's get Josh just Allen a, over Jalen Hurts. There, it's tough. Uh, I I think both of them deserve uh, a look. I think they're interchangeable, almost. Um, I mean, regardless, it doesn't matter because I'm giving right. up. I'm keeping Hurts for a ninth round pick for us. That's so it doesn't ultimately matter what you're whatever you're saying right now in terms of us, but for the people, uh, for the I peeps. I think based off of Jalen Hurts. Rushing touchdowns. I mean, rushing touchdowns alone makes up for right now. I I would say Hertz has the better offense, no doubt. Yeah, I mean that's a good list, dude. I like your list. I thought I thought you were gonna put something stupid to make me mad. I was gonna team, put I was gonna like, put Terry Terry McLaurin first overall. Like something stupid. Okay, not like that. I mean that's that's a little too far. But like I just something stupid because your team wasn't like all that but it just worked dude my team had my teams are never flashy but i know it works and they just they just work hey i had some sneaky picks last year y'all gave me shit for amon ross st brown but he was a league saver i didn't hate i didn't hate hate um i i I think he was killer he might be one of my keepers this year um i can get him really cheap um so he's a thought um uh, unfortunately i can't keep travis kelsey so yeah, that he's coming sucks to me. for me, but he's uh, me, me. I don't think he'll last time. that long on the board, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of good options that we have uh, that we can yeah, use we'll as our keepers, the... but we're gonna get into a deep dive of that. Yeah, we gotta get our league renewed so we can see all of our picks and everything like that to kind of go into our league specifically. Um, but dude, this was a great first podcast, man. This is I awesome. Thought, I think we we got a lot of stuff great. here. There's a lot of stuff that we yeah. talked about. There's plenty of stuff that we were going to talk about that we also didn't talk about just because we're already at an hour and a half. Um, it is almost what uh, midnight, twelve thirty. It's twelve thirty. We both it's work at five a.m. Yep, we we <laughs> both got to get up and work our emergency flood response jobs. Um, so that's going to be a joy, but. Um, I don't. I I I enjoyed this. I think there was a lot of good yeah. stuff that we talked about. There's a oh, lot yeah. of stuff that's happened. There's a lot of buildup that's going to be coming into this season. So um, we'll make sure that we keep everybody updated on kind of what's up with our league, um, possibly what's going to happen with this league uh, if we get one going. 
Um, yeah. we, we would definitely need some participants. So if you're interested and you'd like to join, please send us a message or something. Let us know that you're interested and hopefully we can get this thing going, maybe even in time for this season. Um, and, and we look forward to it. So, uh, yeah. all of our socials are this and that sports, uh, emails, this and that sports podcast at gmail.com. Um, pretty much just send us a DM on everything, mm-hmm. or you could even tag us in a TikTok a or whatever, showing why you think you should be a part of this league. Uh, but yeah, dude, I'm excited. I'm excited uh, to I'm, see I'm still, we're going to brew up. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Um, and, yeah. and, Anything that you guys, you know, have ideas on, we're, we're open to suggestions. Uh, so please uh, uh, send them to the email. Uh, any questions, uh, any topics that you think you'd like to have us discuss um, and bring up on the next episode, please uh, send that in and we'll definitely take a look at that all and probably get some stuff together. So um, also tomorrow night, look out for us. We're going to be at the bowling alley. Um, we do this every <laughs> Tuesday night. Um, it gets a little crazy on Tuesdays, so we'll give you a little look into our fun Tuesday nights that we we got we some do. ideas brewed up for that. Um, so, so yeah, it'll, it'll be a good time. You'll get to see uh, who's the real big dog at at bowling night. Um, I know that sounds probably super geeky, but it is a great time. Um, everybody there is super cool. So. We'll give you a little live look inside our Tuesday nights, and I think you guys will enjoy it. Awesome. Well, other than that, guys, it's been the first podcast. Uh, If you guys do have anything you guys want to let us know, how good it was, how terrible it was, how much we don't know about football, just send us a message, and we will be sure to cry Let you know that you're right. Uh, We'll we'll let you know that you're probably correct. Uh, I've never, yeah. I've never been more sure about anything in my life. We take take our uh, wins when we can get them, but they don't come very often. So uh, there's a lot more losses than wins. So Absolutely. All righty, guys. Everyone have a good night. Well, morning, whatever time it is. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next week. See you on next week.